Hello, word nerds. I almost forgot what to say. Hello, welcome to the dictionary. Uh, let's just quickly get through all the stuff that I said at the end of the last episode because I'm gonna make I gotta say it. Email dictionarypod at gmail.com. Social media at dictionarypod at speedjampar. Google voice number. Call it. Say hi. Find it on YouTube. Most importantly, rate this show five stars. No matter what you think, just do five stars. Write a thing. That would be wonderful so more people can see the algorithms. You got to respect the algorithm. Uh, I think that's fine. This is the last section of page 303. The first word is cucumber mosaic. Now I want to see if I can find a picture of somebody who made a mosaic art of a cucumber. Oh, hey, I forgot to mention in the in yesterday that uh, there's a picture of a cucumber. It is a cucumber hanging off of a vine, and there's a big leaf next to it. It looks like a cucumber. So cucumber mosaic is two words, noun from 1916. A plant disease, especially of cucumbers, that is caused by a single-stranded RNA virus and is transmitted chiefly by an aphid and produces mottled foliage and often pale, warty fruits. Um, okay, so the species name of this RNA virus is huh, cucumber mosaic virus, and that is of the genus cucumovirus or cu- cucumovirus, okay, of the family Bromoviridae. So uh, when the cucumber plant it gets hit with this cucumber mosaic virus, uh, the foliage gets all mottled, and the fruit, the cucumber fruit, is pale and warty. Not things that you want in your cucumber. Uh, I wonder why it's called mosaic. How did that word get in there? Oh, what's the sound effect going to be? I don't know. Whoopoo! Next is cucumber tree. Two words. Noun from circa 1782, a magnolia of the eastern U.S. having fruit resembling a small cucumber. Hmm, interesting. Now I want to see this this small cucumber fruit, but it must be different. Uh, The species name is Magnolia acuminata. What was my sound effect? (laughs) Heel! It's getting into the the Mario. The the episode that just aired today, April 17th, uh, I think I was like, oh, maybe I should do It's a Me, Mario, as a sound effect. So I'm not doing that, but I'm going to do maybe some of his sounds. This is just what happens. I already made the sound effect, so now I have to move on to Cucurbit. Cucurbit. It's almost like Kermit the Frog. Oh, I just saw today that they announced that there are Muppets... Lego minifigs come in, so I think I may have to get some of those. C-U-C-U-R-B-I-T. Cucurbit. Noun from the 14th century. 1. A vessel or flask for distillation used with or forming part of an alembic. I don't know what any of that is. 2. A plant of the gourd family. Cucurbit. Oh, so maybe they would use this gourd, this cucurbit, and they turned it into a vessel or a flask that they would use to then distillate the stuff and the things with alembic. 
Yeah, it's from Latin cucurbita, and that means gourd. Hey-yo! Next is cud. Uh, but then chiefly southern, we'll see, cud, could, maybe could, or could. Various ways to say this. It's just C-U-D. Noun from before the 12th century. One. Food brought up into the mouth by a ruminating animal from its first stomach to be chewed again. Cows do this, I think. How many stomachs does a cow have? It's it's not a metaphysical question. It's just, it's a literal question because they have more than one. Why would they do this? What, can't you just chew it more the first time? What's the point of this? Mm, could. Number two, the synonym is the second form of the word quid. Q-U-I-D. Let's see the etymology. It's from Old English. Kudu, akin to the Old High German kuti, which means glue. Interesting, I have a feeling this stuff probably resembles glue when you if you take it out of a cow's mouth. Um, also from the Sanskrit, jatu, and that means gum. So yeah, gum, glue, gum can get very gluey. Yeah, cud. hey Next is cud bear. One word, cud and bear. Two, no, noun. <laughs> from 1764. A reddish coloring matter from lichens. A reddish coloring matter from lichens. L-I-C-H-E-N-S. Ah, okay. So, this is from, it's an irregular form of Cuthbert, which is Dr. Cuthbert Gordon, who was an 18th century Scottish chemist. Why doesn't it say when he died? Usually those things say when somebody died. Maybe he's still alive. No, he's definitely not. Cuthbert became Cudbear. Whee-hoo! Next is cuddle. Like, let's go cuddle on the couch. First form, verb, from, 1520. First is transitive. To hold close for warmth or comfort or in affection. Uh, Intransitive says, to lie close or snug. Synonyms are nestle and snuggle. Cuddler is a noun. Cuddler or cuddler. There are people who have, they, they, their job is professional cuddlers. You can hire somebody to cuddle with you. And then everybody wants to cuddle in different ways. Uh, so, yes, it's just a very, just cuddle. You just want to cuddle with somebody sometimes. wee Second form of cuddle, noun from 1825. It is a close embrace. Woo! Cuddlesome is next. Adjective from 1876, and the synonym is cuddly. They used to say cuddlesome. Next is cuddly. That's the synonym that I just read. C-U-D-D-L-Y. Adjective from 1863. And uh, I just, I think it's, so it's an adjective, cuddly, but then it shows the other forms. Cuddlier 
and cuddliest. And I don't know why, but those sound funny with this context. Who's more cuddlier? Are you cuddlier than that person? Who's the most cuddly, the cuddliest? Okay, it means fit for or inviting cuddling. Fit for cuddling or inviting cuddling. As in, oh, a cuddly kitten. That kitten is so cuddly. Maybe we need to post a picture of a cuddly kitten. I'll try and do that today, the day that this airs. Yawah! Next is cuddy. First form, noun from 1660. One, a usually small cabin or shelter, as on a sailboat. Number two, a small room or cupboard. A cuddy. Why? It says origin unknown. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Cuddy again, second form. You can spell it with a Y or an IE. Noun from circa 1715. One. Uh, actually, both of these, one and two, are a British dialect. The first one, the synonym is donkey. Cuddy? Donkey? Number two, the synonym is blockhead. So this says it is perhaps from Cuddy with a capital C, which is a nickname for the name Cuthbert. And that is the name of the guy, Cuthbert Gordon, uh, who that that's a uh, cud bear came from him. Oh, I wonder. So Cuthbert nickname is Cuddy. So they probably his friends called him Cuddy. But then because they wanted to get the Bert in there, they added bear cud bear. Maybe he was a large man. Maybe he gave good bear hugs. I'm just making stuff up about this guy. I don't know nothing. Cuthbert. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. Let me know if I got it wrong. That is not a typical name that I am aware of. Cuddy, donkey, or blockhead. You don't want to be called it Cuddy. I'm trying to think of other sounds that Mario makes. Okay, next is cudgel. C-U-D-G-E-L. First form, noun from before the 12th century. It is a short, heavy club. It is from, um, let's see, it goes all the way back to Middle High German, Kugle, K-U-G-E-L-E, and that means ball. So maybe there's a ball at the end of the club. Cudgel. Second form of cudgel. This is the verb from 1596. It is transitive, and it means to beat with or as if with a cudgel. You're hitting somebody with a cudgel, you are cudgeling. There's a phrase, cudgel one's brains, and that means to think hard <laughs> as for a solution to a problem. So just if you're thinking hard in general, or maybe specifically to f- come up with a solution to something, you are cudgeling your brains. I think my brains got cudgeled a long, long time ago, and I'm still recovering. Next is cudweed. C-U-D-W-E-E-D. One word, noun from 1548. And then, yes, Southern, they would say cudweed 
or coodweed maybe. It is any of several composite plants with silky or woolly foliage. And it is from the genus Nephalium. And that is spelled G-N-A-P-H-A-L-I-U-M. Nephalium. I wanted to spell it because it had a couple of weird things going on. Next is the word Q-C-U-E. This is our last word. We got two forms. First form, noun from circa 1755, and it is just the letter Q. It shows a picture of the letter Q in italics. Q, Q. Let's see. There's etymology for this. It is from Middle English. This one is spelled C-U. It's a half a farthing. So the farthing is money, and then half of it was called a Q. And uh, then in parentheses it says, it is the spelled form of the letter Q, which is an abbreviation for the Latin word quadrans, Q-U-A-D-R-A-N-S, quadrans, and that is quarter of an as. What? Quarter of an as, A-S. I don't understand what that means. I may need to find more information about this because this there's so much going on with the letter Q. The quarter of an as is a quadrans, quadrans, and then they just sorted that to Q, and that became half a farthing. When did it get into our alphabet? Must have been way before that. All right. One more for this word for this episode. One more word for this episode. It's a me, Mario. Second form of Q, noun from 1553, 1A, a signal to a signal as a word, phrase, or bit of stage business to a performer to begin a specific speech or action. They need to know when to do the thing that they got to do. So they need a cue. It could be a line, like it said, a word or a phrase, or maybe there's a bit of stage business that happens, and that is their cue. 1B, something serving a comparable purpose, and the synonym is hint. Can you can you give me a little a little hint, a little cue as to uh, the, the next thing that I'm supposed to do? 2, a feature indicating the nature of something perceived. Three is archaic. The part one has to perform in or as if in a play. And four is also archaic. The synonyms are mood and humor. So this is probably from Q, spelled just Q-U. That's, it's just those two letters. That is an abbreviation for, it looks like the Latin word quando, which means when. So, hey, when do I have to do that thing? Give me my cue. You know, that makes sense. Cue, quan, quin, Uh Yeah, and it just says it's used as a direction in actors' copies of plays. The letters Q-U. So, oh, so, okay. So, it would be literally written in the plays that uh, this is your cue. When you have to do this thing... You, they, they would write in Q-U, which stood for when. Interesting. Okay. 
that, that's uh, that's good good to know. Good to know. Why is it good to know? Not sure. It'll come in handy later. So the words in this episode were cucumber mosaic, cucumber tree, cucurbit, cud, cud bear, cuddle, cuddle, cuddlesome, cuddly, cuddy, cuddy, cudgel, cudgel, cudweed, q and q. Let's see. I think I know what I'm going to pick, but I want to just do a quick scan of these other ones. Yeah, I think I think I'm going to pick cuddly as the word of the episode because who doesn't want to look at a cuddly kitten or a cuddly dog, a cuddly horse, a cuddly something? You know, and then maybe you could get to cuddle up with a little kitten. If one of my cats were in this room, maybe they would be cuddling up with me. That kitten is so cuddly, 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 cuddly. All right, that's all I got. My brain is tapped out. It has been cudgeled. This has been Spencer Dispensing Information. Goodbye. Goodbye.